Welcome back to another night of Tisha Singleness Talks. I'm so excited to be on here with you guys. It's something so refreshing and just so new about being on here with you guys tonight. Like I literally have been feeling this episode all week from the moment that God downloaded it. And let me tell you. So something new must start in you. And this is episode 12. In order for that generational curse to break, something new must begin in you. In order for your new mindset to sprout and grow, something new must begin in you. In order for your next season, we have to allow God the access to break the cycle we keep going in. We must give God permission to step in and change our likes and wants and show us exactly what we need. We need to allow God to change our thoughts and behaviors. It says in the Bible, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Romans 12, 2 specifically states in order for us to grow physically, mentally and emotionally, something new has to take place. It says, don't change yourselves to be like the people of this world, but let God change you inside with a new way of thinking. Then you will be able to understand and accept what God wants for you. You will be able to know what is good and pleasing to him is what it, what is perfect. And I'm going to break that down. I'm going to break it down right now for you. So you will be able to know what is good and pleasing to God and what is perfect. One thing about it, God is already pleased with each and every last one of us if we never do another thing for God. Shout out to Pastor Paul Miller who gave me this revelation last year. He's definitely the GOAT. And now I'm going to go to a scripture where before Saul could be anything, God said he would first have to be Saul first. And then God could change his heart and his thoughts and his way of being to be Paul, the man God seen him as all along. Now, just because he was Paul didn't mean he was done growing and learning a new way of being or even thinking. Simon, in order to be Peter, had to be Simon first, then allow God to introduce himself to himself again. Peter, anytime God was working a transformation in anyone's life, God would change their original name to something new. I am going to read Acts 9, chapter chapter 9, verse 1 through 20. Now, in Jerusalem, Saul was still trying to scare the followers of the Lord. And this in particular passage is where Saul becomes a follower of Jesus. If you guys know anything, I'm going to give you a little context and a little background about Saul. So Saul was literally killing the people of God. He was killing the Jews. He were he was persecuting, of course, Jesus to say it the least. And the fact that Acts 9, 1 through 20 was even a part of God's plan and something new that he had in store for Saul while he was Saul. So in Jerusalem, Saul was still trying to scare the followers of the Lord, even say he would kill them. And he went to the high priest and asked him to write the letters to the synagogues in the city of Damascus. Saul wanted the high priest to give him the authority to find people in Damascus who were followers of the way. If he found any believers there, men or women, he would arrest them and bring them back to Jerusalem. So Saul went to Damascus, and when he came near the city, 
a very bright light from heaven suddenly shined around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Saul said, who are you, Lord? With a question mark. The voice answered, I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting. Get up now and go into the city. Someone there will tell you what you must do. The men traveling with Saul just stood there unable to speak. They heard the voice, but they saw no one. Saul got up from the ground and opened his eyes, but he could not see. So the men with him held his hand and led him into Damascus for three days. Saul could not see. He did not eat, nor did he drink. There was a follower of Jesus in Damascus named Ananias. In a vision, the Lord said to him, Ananias, Ananias answered, here I am, Lord. The Lord said to him, get up and go to the street called Straight Street. Find the house of Judas and ask for a man named Saul from the city of Tarsus. He is there now praying. He has seen a vision in which a man named Ananias came and laid hands on him so that he could see again. But Ananias answered, Lord, many people have told me about this man. They told me about the many bad things he did to your holy people in Jerusalem. Jerusalem. And now he has come here to Damascus. The leading priests have given him the power to arrest all people who trust in you. But the Lord Jesus said to Ananias, go, I have a chosen Saul for an important work. And I want him to tell other nations and their rulers and the people of Israel about me. And I will show him all that he must suffer for me. So Ananias left and went to the house of Judas. He laid his hands on Saul and said, Saul, my brother, the Lord Jesus sent me. And he is the one you saw on the road when you came here. He sent me so that you can see again and also be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately, something that looked like a fish's scales fell off Saul's eyes. He was able to see. Then he got up and he was baptized. After he ate, he began to feel strong again. Saul begins to tell about Jesus. So Saul stayed with followers of Jesus in Damascus for a few days. So he began to go into the synagogues and tell people about Jesus. He told the people, Jesus is the son of God. All the people who heard Saul was amazed. They said, this is the same man who was in Jerusalem trying to destroy the people who trust in Jesus. And that's why he has come here to arrest the followers of Jesus and take them back to the leading priest. But Saul became more and more powerful in proving that Jesus is the Messiah. His proofs were so strong that the Jews who lived in Damascus could not argue. And I say all of that to say in order to be who God called you to be, you have to allow something new in you to take place. I mean, the kind of new where you're looking at yourself in the mirror like, God, is that what and who you have seen all along? When people see you and they thought they knew you, but you have to reintroduce yourself because you're not the same person. Because you've allowed God to do a new thing in your life. No one can say anything that has you wavering in the new. You know God brought you out and into his marvelous light, whether it was by force or even a fight. You know, like the song says, I truly have been changed for the better in my heart, for the better in my mind and for the better in my soul. Something new is even taking place right now, this very hour, this very second. Everything new, completely new, completely new in the way that you think, completely new in the way that you are. Even in how you to respond in certain situations, 
You don't even respond the same because God is doing something new. And it's just amazing that in order for Saul to be Paul, he had to be Saul. He had to persecute Jesus first. He had to kill Jews and kill the people of God in order to be in a place of influence to show and prove that God is the Messiah, that he is real. But if you notice, it's like a reoccurring thing in the Bible with anyone. When God is transforming them, he changes their name. And I'll be honest, the new, of course, is not meant for you to be comfortable. It's not meant for you to get complacent. The new is a place for you to grow. It's a place for you to truly learn and adjust to the ways that God is elevating you. And in what that consists of and what that even looks like. And I'm not going to lie, of course, something new must start in you. Something new must start in you. Just let that resonate. Something new must truly take place in your heart. Something new must truly take place within your soul. Something that causes you to walk in your greater calling and your greater purpose that God is calling you into and that he's calling you forth. I just want to thank God right now for something new. Something new take complete place in your heart, in your mind, in your soul. Just something completely new. I know it's hard to unlearn. I know it's hard to readjust, but make the necessary adjustments. Because something new doesn't start with your friends. Something new doesn't start with your family. Something new must first begin in you. You have to make up in your mind that enough is enough. That I've seen enough of this in particular way. I've seen enough of my in particular way. And God, I am ready for you to do something new. I've run out of plans. I've run out of options. I've run out of things that I can even go to or even plans that I can do. A, B, C, and D. Let your something new begin in me.
And God, I just thank you right now for each individual, God, as they're listening, God. God, that this something new would spark right now in the name of Jesus, God. God, that you would just touch their minds, touch their hearts, touch their ear gates, God. Touch their eye gates, oh God. Show them, oh God, what it looks like and what it consists of for something new to take place, oh God. God, I thank you that we would actually do the work, oh God. We wouldn't get caught up in, oh, it's hard, it's difficult, it's uncomfortable. I don't like this, but God, we would lean on into that, God, and we would grow into the new that you are doing, whether we like it or not, whatever this new season looks like for each and every last one of us. God, I just thank you that we are embracing the new. We are embracing who it is that you've called us to be in the complete entirety that you're calling us to walk into it. God, I just thank you that we give you permission. We give you permission to do something new. We give you permission to take out anything that is not like you. We give you permission to have your way in the way that we think, the way that we dream, the way that we even are, God. We just thank you right now for the new. Everything new. And God, we thank you that as you're placing these new thoughts and these new ideas, oh God, God, that we would have such a strong, sharp discernment to know that, okay, God, yeah, this is you, that I can trust you in this new. Because, you know, back then, when God would give us an idea I know for myself, I would always be like, okay, God, I need a sign. I need, I'm, you know, like just second guessing it. But now, now if God says something, I know for sure that it's him. And I know for sure when it's me as well. And I just pray that same discernment over you guys as well, that you would be able to discern what is for you. Each opportunity, every door that is opening you will be able to know that, hey, okay, like, like, okay, yeah, this is me, or no, this is God. This is definitely a God thing. And if it's a God thing, it doesn't always make sense. <laughs> and in fact, a lot of times, it never makes sense. <laughs> but that's the whole point. It's not supposed to make sense to us. It's going to make sense to God, but. But as you guys embark upon this new week, I want you to really rest in the new. I want you to rest in knowing that you had to be your old self first before you can be this new person. You had to make your old mistakes before you can walk into the future understanding of even your future mistakes. And what I mean by that is like, you know, your old self may not have understood and may not have fully grasped, okay, well, okay, why did I do this? Why did I do that? But your new self, this new thing, you understand completely 
and you have completely account ability it's like the saying that when you know better you do better when you know better you do better you're not reliant on others opinions you're reliant completely on God in this new thing whether that's in a position on your job, whether that's in a position of your personal life. Everything new. And it's okay to literally literally still struggle in some areas because if we didn't struggle with anything we wouldn't have any kind of purpose and that is not that's not what God created us for But I just thank God that you guys are embracing this new thing and this refreshing wind that is blowing with new ideas and even new sparking new purposes in us that we didn't even know could possibly be there. And I just want to thank God right now. I just want to thank God now for what he is doing in each and every last one of you guys' lives. How he is moving out anything that would try and destroy you. And I just thank God for his hedge of protection over each and every last one of you. And I thank God that he is allowing you guys to walk into this newness, walk into this new thing boldly. And I just want to thank you guys for tuning in. And I also pray that you guys have the most wonderful upcoming week. And also that you enjoy the weekend to come. And just remember that something new must first start in you. It must first begin in you. It can't start anywhere else. It has to first start in your way of being. But I love you guys. Bye.